everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, it's a Halloween hullabaloo. It's a, it's a, it's a spooktacular. <laughs> Ooh. And no, we're not going to be doing anything spooky. But we are no. going to be talking about some scared little Christians. Oh, because it's Halloween and it's spooky. <laughs> it is spooky. For them. It's so it's oh goblins and ghouls. I mean, maybe maybe they're making it a better ho- holiday because they're actually scared. Oh, I'm not actually I'm not actually scared by Halloween, but they are. They're having a good time. What a great how <laughs> they're doing it right. I didn't. I it had never occurred to me. That those assholes are actually doing it right. Well, if you believe in like supernatural shit, oh yeah, yeah, you could have a, a demon haunting you yeah. somehow. Hey, before we go works. on, I want to talk about it at the top of the show this time. Oh yeah, right, we've got our meetup coming up on the thirteenth yes. of November. Yes, uh, here in Salt Lake City, we still haven't locked down. We have plans, but we haven't locked them down yet, so we cannot announce like a venue. Uh, the venue. We, we know what we're doing. We but, just need. The venue, but uh, which we're lining up. It's coming time. soon, uh, so just mark your calendars. If you can be here, we have already had people from other parts of the country yeah. letting us know that they're going to be coming. Be sure in. to email us. Email let, let us. No, we're that, getting that the emails. Want, then we'll send you the information yeah. as once we uh, have it. Once we have it, uh, so we're we're getting your emails. Uh, we will respond to you when we know what the fuck we're doing. But it's going to be like an afternoon evening. Yeah, sort of yeah. Count on it being uh, a you know a good portion of the afternoon, and then uh, and then into the evening, partying. Uh, you know, we want to we want to rock and roll all night and party every day, and right. that's and that's what we're working toward. Yeah, and we're all we're atheists. We know you're most likely vaccinated. Ninety percent of you are. But we so, do. But we do. Ask, we're gonna have some some fun. Be I. We do ask that you be vaccinated. Oh or, yeah. Uh, oh yes. Please, uh, please. Honor come. system. It's the honor system. But please show up vaccinated. That's yeah. that's what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, get 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 tested before you come. <laughs> Within seventy two hours. Yeah. We'll ju- we'll just go by travel rules. It's all honor system. It's we all honor you. system. Yeah. I don't trust you, but we don't. We're not going to police it. So there you go. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, do you have any? Uh, right. dude, let's I get a story going. I got some stuff going. here, Dan. Okay, go. I'm on. starting with a Halloween story, Dan. Ooh, over in Poland, it's Halloween has been one of the great American culture exports. <laughs> yeah, that has happened. Yeah, right. Like, like it's this fun thing. Uh, kids dress up in their costumes, go door to door, trick or treating, getting candy. It's fun, and we and people. Love it. People Look, love it. Here, uh, we recognize that Americans didn't invent all of these things. We just no. perfected it. The, it. It's been packaged in a glorious way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and people like to do it. They see it in movies, right? Yeah. Because, again, that's also a major American cultural export yeah. is movies. Um, but uh, not, everybody, not everybody in these places that, that where Halloween arrives really appreciate that <laughs> Halloween has arrived. What? And I mean, How we're going to be talking about it a little bit in depth uh, on the, on the, at the end of the show. Right. About how even like America, a lot of American religious types don't like uh, Halloween, but over there in Poland where the Catholic church reigns supreme. Oh, it sure does. Uh, Halloween has been uh, making its inroads 
into uh, the local culture. Uh, and in Krakow, uh, there's uh, the, the primary school number 34 uh, was planning on having a Halloween party for Aww. the kids. Uh, and the kids would be able to change into costumes and get candies and treats and whatnot. Uh, and there was a parent... Of course. Who did not like this idea. Not one bit. And claim, and complained to the education board, who then intervened in the, in, in the affair, and the event was canceled. Ah! Uh, the day before. Oh, boo! The Halloween party. They've been working on those costumes. Come on, man. So the parents of the other kids were all pissed. Uh, one uh, writing on sort of their community uh, website for the school. Our daughter was very happy about this party. She had already prepared a costume. Yes, of course. Yeah. Right? Kids that's, are going to be excited about this. That's what you do. And now one stick in the mud ruins it. She is sad that the event has been canceled, and so are her friends. Um, another parent posts uh, uh, posted... Uh, there are so many church celebrations at school. Gross. Yeah. Uh, and everyone has to live with them, although not everyone likes it. But one voice of dissatisfaction is enough for Halloween to be canceled. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a very valid point. Very, very valid. Uh, apparently, like, uh, top officials in, in kind of the school system in Poland... Uh, one of uh, have have are, they don't really like Halloween these oh. folks, uh, and they've been trying to shut it down. So it was kind of clear that when this one parent went to complain about it, they knew what the outcome was going to be. I feel like John Hughes knew that school officials are all just stick in the mud curmudgeons. <laughs> but that's a Ferris Bueller reference, right yeah. there, kids. They've been trying the, these officials yeah. to uh, suggest other alternatives to oh. Halloween. Right? Oh, what, goody. What could, what could the kids do instead of Halloweens? Uh, so they have one that's called Holy Winds. Oh, my oh, God. Isn't that cute? Uh, in which young people dress up as their favorite saint. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I have, done, I have read up uh, for How to Heretic. I read up on a number of Halloween or of saints. Mm -hmm. uh, and let me tell you something. They're just as horrific as anything you can think of. Like, literally, if they go for saints, there's the guy, you know, they could do Saint-Denis uh -huh. from France who carried his own head for five miles. Oh, yeah. That's a great That's, that's yeah. a great Halloween uh, get-up. Uh, 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 hall holy winds. Yeah. Uh, get-up. Um, here's a picture of some kids that were, these were posted onto Twitter. Uh, these kids don't look very happy dressed up in sort of nun outfits and whatnot. Here's one poor child who's dressed up as Mother Teresa, not enjoying herself. <laughs> it is a very good costume, though. She, right. well, she sourced it probably directly from... And it sounds to me like she's just nailing the persona as well. <laughs> just dour. Just angry and, <laughs> and mean. Um, uh, the, uh, let's see. The church, the Catholic Church also encourages the holding of All Saints Balls. Hmm. <laughs> That's a fun <laughs> phrasing there. Balls. Um, Saint balls. Saint balls. Uh, to uh, and, and that would be more for um, 
uh, November 1st, which of course is the day after Thanksgiving. Right. Um, Not Thanksgiving. And so they, they like Halloween. to hold balls yeah. on uh, All Saints Day. Uh, and uh, uh, some schools are, are getting around the, the whole thing uh, by just not call, calling Halloween Halloween. And they've come up with Pumpkin Day. Okay. Which, okay, whatever you got to do to keep the kids happy and doing fun things, it's fun. Yeah. Halloween is just fun. And it is, what's ironic is that it is a Christian holiday. Like, yeah. it's, I mean, yes, like the, the traditions have pagan roots, but I will talk about it. We'll talk about so it. So does the Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, okay. Liberty University, we all mm. know uh, as being the the uh, the place founded by Jerry Falwell Sr., mm. then uh, headed by J. Fall Jew, <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr., who then uh, left in ignominy mm. uh, a few months ago. Yeah, uh, with his pants down or something. Basically, with his with his fly <laughs> open and his and his eye bruised from f- falling down the stairs <laughs> drunk. Uh, so they replaced him with another Jerry, which is great. That's a that's a triple Jerry right there. Wow, that doesn't happen a lot. No, uh, hmm. Jerry Prevo Prevo. I don't know how he says his name. Uh, who is a retired pastor of a large church in Alaska? Uh, who? So here's the deal. They when 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 Falwell Jr. was in charge, they started the Falkirk Center. You'll recall, which is which was a. <laughs> think tank and i'll put that into as big a scare quotes as you can imagine <laughs> right of course uh it was a right-wing uh think tank theoretically now what a think tank does is, what, what what's your sense of what a think tank is meant to do uh come up with policy ideas policy ideas they yeah. produce you know they do research mm-hmm. and they do and they produce you know white papers or whatever yeah. about policy ideas yeah uh the thing that they cannot do if they are a 501c3 Mm. Uh, and a uh, and especially a religious one is support a specific candidate and work toward the election of or or or, or defeat of a specific makes candidate. perfect sense. Yeah, uh, this is this is how it works. Anyway, uh, the so the new the new uh, so there's a guy named Scott Lamb who was the university's uh, senior vice president for communications and public engagement. I say was because he was he was given the boot. He was forced out. Mm, okay. Um, because he uh, he objected to a lot of the things that were happening at Liberty U. Oh, okay. Uh, and he recently released to Politico a, uh, a a phone call, a recording of a phone call between him and the new president of the university, Jerry Prevo, mm. uh, in which Brother Prevo basically out and out stated uh here well i'll just read the quote Hmm, are they get this is in regards to what used to be called the uh falkirk center now they've changed it because the fall in fall is jerry falwell and the kirk is uh charlie kirk and those guys are both out so (laughs) now it's the standing for freedom center much better name much better standing for freedom we don't mean anything uh so here's the quote about that. Are they getting people elected, which is our which is one of our main goals? Are they really motivating our conservative people to really get out to vote? If they are, we ought to be seeing some changes in elective elected officials. 
and we are to some extent. All I want to do is make us more effective. Okay. So that sounds like it might might run afoul of mm -hmm. the law. Yeah. Not that any look. look the, here's the thing: the law that that runs afoul of the uh, the redress for that mm -hmm. is for the IRS to take away their tax exempt status. Right. Which the IRS has not done. They don't do. They just and, don't do it. And also, boo hoo hoo. Yeah. Let's say they actually did. Well, yeah. If these guys had to pay taxes, that would be. Well, yeah, but they just shut down the organization. It's it's not like, right? Like yeah. going forward, they would have to change their way and pay tax. But it's not like they come back and be like, okay, give us all the back taxes that right. you owe us because yeah, you've been doing. That's right. This nonsense. Right. Anyway, uh, apparently Lamb uh, did push back on that and tried to say that like. No, we should be advocating for ideas, not for specific candidates. That's how the law works. So he specifically said that to him. Okay. The response was this, quote, I have a 50C3 church. Uh, sick. It's 501C3, but okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. I have a 50C3 church. Uh, for 30 years, I've known how to handle that and not get into trouble. The homosexual community has tried it. I don't know what he sounds like. I'm giving it an accent. I don't know why. Uh, the homosexual community has tried to take me down for at least 30 years, and they have not been successful because I know how to work the 50C3. He said 50C3 again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He knows all about the 50C3. Yeah, he doesn't I'm know. I'm worried now about the 501C3. Yeah, that does seem to be the, the bigger question, but... Um, <laughs> The homosexual community has been trying to take him down. Yeah. Do you know oh, what you... Like, God. you got to be a... Yeah. That's the thing. Guys like this love that they are the enemy of a community of people. Well, especially one that they hate. That's just yeah. a badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, so, which is so funny. What a good Christian you are. Yeah. To hate an entire group of people. <laughs> You're just such a good Christian. It's amazing. So anyway, there you go. Uh, are we reporting this because we believe that anything will come of this? That anything will ha any consequences will happen? It's just something to know. We just know that in in this country, uh, the Christians are allowed to break the law. Yeah, that's the fact. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Good for them. Good yeah. for them. Keep it up. Five O C three. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a story uh, from up there in Canada. Ooh, the Great White North, eh? Uh, where uh, five sick men, that's uh, S-I-K-H. Yeah. The, 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 often Sikh is yeah. how you'll hear that pronounced. Yeah. Um, uh, rescued two hikers who were had fallen into a ravine of sorts, um, and, and there was raging water. Uh, that threatened their safety. Oh my! Right, they were they were stuck on a rock below, while raging water threatened their safety. Is how the article phrases it. Um, and they see them down there, and they have no idea if rescue workers are on their way. They have, they know that cell reception in the area is really bad. Okay. Uh, and they're not going to just let these guys dangle there. Uh, and so they used what they had available to them, which were their turbans. And they crafted a rope ladder and pulled the men to, to, to safety. Oh, my God. And you hear this from time to time with uh, the, the sick community, members of the sick community, uh, who do these, like, really remarkable 
things that seem to run afoul of their sort of um, the dictates of the their, dictates of, of their religion, right? Because like, because taking off their their turban in public, it is. A, Absolute no no. Is, this is you're, huge, you don't do it. It's it is prohibited. It's a tenet of their faith yeah. that they don't do that. You do not do it. Um, there was the case of the uh, doctor. The I believe he was like an ER doctor. Uh, early pandemic who was sick. Uh, again, Sikh. I might as well just say Sikh so everybody understands. Right. I'm not talking about him being ill. Right. Um, but um, and in order to um have a better fit for his mask he shaved off his his beard yeah which is another huge yeah that's a don't do. huge they deal. don't cut their hair they don't right? do it and, and so, so let all hair go crazy yeah right and then um, they and then they're clever about how they braid and fold yeah they it have like it. some techniques and 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 whatnots to keep it um tended Tight. to tidy neat yep exactly that's also what the partly what the turban is for right um and and I just want to like I'm here's the deal. The, the sick community is not perfect, right? No, uh, they've got their problems. You probably know about some, dear listener. Yeah. Um, but repeatedly, I keep seeing these stories of them knowing what the higher um uh, calling is or the higher dictate of their religion. The is. more important law. Yeah, which is. Saving people, rescuing people, helping, helping, yeah. right? Um, and and I just have to like, I don't imagine Christians, any Christian, with a similar rule ever getting that, right? It's so tricky to me. Yeah, you're right. Like especially American Christians. Yeah. I I I can't speak for Christians around the world, but American Christians are so into their dogma. Right. They're so into their rules. Right. That they don't, that they, yeah, I will have a hard time believing that they would see the moment right. when they should break one of the smaller rules to serve the greater good. Would they ever burn a cross to uh, keep uh, somebody warm? Right. Right. To, to light a fire. That's a great example. Right. Would they, would they take some sort of like, you know, wood structure, reliquary, whatever, and break it down to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, would they, would they, no, those things are sacred and they would rather die. Right. Would they pull apart ever. a church? Right. For the, for the wood. So, you know, or, or burn for, a bunch of Bibles. Right. right. In order to, in order to provide warm people from freezing to death or right. something along those lines. And I, honest to God, I don't think they would. I think so many of them would. I not. think, I think they're taught that they have to, that, that because I remember being told, like there's going to be a moment in your life where you have to choose, right? Yeah. And because Mormons every once in a while like to dip into the like last days type stuff. Oh yeah, and they love that shit. Where it's like you're going to have to choose whether you're going to deny the Christ, right? Right. Or die, right? Or some some something or like that. Some some melodramatic nonsense. Yeah. And it's like who what are you going to choose? Christ or your life, right? Right. And it's like, well, you have to choose Jesus. Right. Well, and so I think there's like this primer of like, you can't do these, these things. And I'm just like, I just, I just wish that the broader religious community could at least learn this from the six. I don't. Yeah. It would be anyway. great. It would be great. They're not gonna. Yeah. Anyway, let me see. Was there anything else in this article um, that I thought was kind of cool? Um, 
in these matters, we uh, so this is from one of the, the guys, uh, one of the rescuers. In these matters, we really don't care if it's religious or not. It's one person's life. We can save it. We can tie the turban again as many times as we want, but that life, we can't bring it back. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right you there. can make, you can, you can get a whole new turban. Yeah. You can't bring a life back though. That's uh that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. And you're right. You know, this isn't to say that Sikhs are, uh, it's not a perfect community are perfect. Yeah. No, nope. Uh, but there you, but, but I really, but, but least, I do respect that about but that community. moment. Those moments yeah. are, are, are awesome. All right. Well, uh, so there was a fairly a very unusual meeting uh this week. Oh. President oh. Biden, uh-huh. our our uh our esteemed president, mm. unless you ask a third of the country in which case he is not legitimate. <laughs> um I don't I don't even think it's a third. I think it's a much smaller number than that. But I don't know the numbers. Anyway, he went to visit the leader of his faith, mm. the Pope. Yes. Pope Francis. Yeah. Uh, in the Vatican. Now, normally, a visit like that is accompanied by 200 reporters and, and photographers and sort of everything that's said is is combed over with, you know, they, it is just, it's just a, a media thing. Mm-hmm. Well, this one happened completely behind closed doors. Even Biden's like acceptance into the Vatican oh. was blocked off so that no like nobody could even could shout them down or anything like that. So really? Yeah, it was okay. all it was all very uh, sort of hush hush. Uh, he went in for over an hour. Uh, yeah. Biden did. They so they they talk, which is actually it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's an unusual amount of time for 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 that kind of a meeting. Right. Okay. And the thing hanging over it, the thing that everybody was like sort of speculating about and, and, and you know, just sort of, uh, you know, whispering about uh, was whether or not, because the big thing is, is Biden a good Catholic? You know, most uh, there, there's a whole conference oh, yeah. of American bishops that, or there's a whole group of them that don't want to give him communion. Right. Because he supports abortion rights. Right. Uh, which is different, by the way, than saying he supports abortion. So let's let's right. let's make sure that we that he's we, not performing abortions. Correct. He's yeah. not encouraging abortions. Right. He supports abortion rights. Uh, he is, supports a woman's right to decide for to himself. make that decision. Yeah. Uh, but the big question. But obviously, the Catholic Church is anti-abortion uh, officially, right. and so the big question is: they do not trust women to make that. Decision. Is is uh, Biden? in good standing as a Catholic. Uh, I don't know. So he held, Biden held a press conference. And when that came up, he said that the Pope told him that he was a, quote, good Catholic and that he should continue taking communion. Wow. Okay. Uh, when, when he was asked about it more specifically... He, they, somebody said, actually said, uh, the Pope said that you should continue, that you should keep receiving communion. He responded, yes. Wow. Uh, Good for, I mean, nobody else can deny him communion at this point. I mean. Without ha- going against the Pope. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So, uh, so there you go. Me thinks there are a few Catholic bishops in this country, though. 
who would still deny him. Who would get grumpledy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was listening to an interesting thing um, talking about how essentially the Pope and Biden, uh, it behooves them to be allies yeah. uh, because the same um, bishops and cardinals who really dislike Biden are the same ones who dislike the Pope. That's true. And so like they, they, align they, have, on common, their they have common enemies, right? Um and uh and so yeah. And a lot of I mean presumably a lot of their talk is about uh climate change actually because I would assume upcoming climate yeah. summit and all this other stuff. I would so. assume so for sure. And that's a, a pet issue of this Pope yes. as well. So well all right, Dan. Very exciting. Yeah. Good for Biden. He says communion is safe. <laughs> He he still gets to eat his Jeebus. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, all right, Dan. Um, this is a story about the Supreme Court, uh, which is we don't expect to get many good stories from the Supreme Court. Not these not days. Our, not the current incarnation of the of the Roberts Court. No. However, uh, while this was not a Supreme Court decision, it's one of those things where the Supreme Court refused to hear a case, mm. therefore letting the the. Lower court decisions Lower stand. court decisions stand or the situation to remain unchanged, whatever right. it is. Right. Um, and so this week, uh, the Supreme Court decided that it would not step in uh, to uh, block a COVID-19 vaccine requirement uh, for healthcare workers in Maine. Okay. Because Maine has not, uh, their, their requirement for healthcare workers getting vaccinated does not have any kind of religious exemption. Yeah, and so the healthcare workers um, in Maine who don't want the shot and are claiming religious exemptions, uh, they are suing the state and all that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, uh, they've uh, they called for an emergency uh, hearing of the Supreme Court, blah blah blah, and uh, they the Supreme Court said, "Nope, we're not going we're not going to uh, hear this." Uh, however. Uh, Neil Gorsuch, yeah, probably, um, who's an interesting fellow, <laughs> right? Okay. He's a conservative, uh, but he did he did side with the court on the side of gay marriage, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. Well, anyway, he wrote a dissenting opinion uh, that was it was joined by justices uh, Thomas and Alito. Not surprising there. Uh, in the in his opinion, Gorsuch. Um, contrasted Maine's lack of religious exemptions with those offered by other states. Sure. And said that uh, those who would prefer a religious exemption option because of the state's requirement violates foundational principles of their religious faith. No. And you do, you're not entitled to a job. Right. That like if, if you cannot, you can't, be a healthcare worker and safely care for the health of other people if you're transmitting diseases to them. Exactly. Yeah. You don't get to you, you don't have a right to a healthcare job. Well, and you have to meet certain requirements. Well, and the whole thing about these religious exemptions is it's it's a ludicrous concept to begin with. Yeah. Because show me where show me where in your faith that, that, that you are not allowed to do this thing. It doesn't even matter. Let's say that you've got, let, let's say that the Bible has a verse that says, and therefore thou shalt not get 
a, a, an, R, an mRNA vaccine. Let's just say that it, it was, was very forward thinking. It was book. that prescient at the time. <laughs> okay, don't get it. But you don't get to be a healthcare worker. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. I look, get if if it is part of your belief system, like, mm -hmm. you know, if it's part of your belief system that you can't, you know, cut another person's body, mm -hmm. then you can't be a surgeon. Right. That's it. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, it's there are plenty of people whose religion pr precludes them from plenty of professions. Right. Okay. But you don't have a right to then go and do that profession anyway. Well, yeah, it'd be like, and then know, just do it badly. Being some uh, super conservative Christian uh, wanting a job at a sex shop. Right. Of some uh, sex, sex uh, paraphernalia shop, whatever those are called. Right. Sex toy shop. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, everybody. Yeah, they get it. <laughs> um, and then refusing to uh, handle the dildos for right. some sort of like right. religious exemption. Oh, I can't touch any of these things. Yeah. I, I, I actually will not uh, scan them either. <laughs> uh, so what do you do here? What then? would you say you do here? Yeah, literally, it's it's like, yeah, you don't have a, you have the right. I uh, Maybe, maybe you have the right. Yeah, it, it's a stretch. But you have a right to refuse the vaccine, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that, that's I, don't, I don't even know that you do. But let's just say that you do. That, that still doesn't give you the right to. To do a job that you cannot effectively do because of that same religious right. conviction. Right. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am going to leave us with, with what I see is a um, a minor victory. We don't get a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So uh, I so I like I like giving them when I can. Uh, this is uh, at Pencrest High School in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Uh, which is confusing, you guys. Don't name your counties after other states. It's just it. I, it's just confusing. Anyway, uh, Pencrest High School has a uh, a dress code, as, oh. as most high schools do. Okay. Uh, it includes things like no se sexually suggestive writing or pictures. Uh, it, your 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 clothing may not advocate violence. Uh, it may not advertise or promote the use of tobacco, alcohol, or drugs. Uh -huh. Like, these are all things that, like, you know, hey, I suppose they make sense. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, and then the last one, nothing that is satanic in nature. Oh, okay. Now, for those of us in our generation or earlier... <laughs> satanic. I guess that was, you know, we, we're, we're the generation of the satanic panic. We yeah. are, like, satanic used to be like it was it was very easy to lump them in with just like you know evil it was just evil yeah but guess what satanism is just a religion right and you can't like if you're going to single out a single religion if they can wear christian paraphernalia but they can't wear satanist paraphernalia then you're just discriminating against one, you know you're you're privileging one religion and discriminating against another right so, uh, a guy named Joseph Rose, who's the founder of a local satanic group, um, basically started emailing and saying, hey, uh, <laughs> may, may, maybe you can't do that. Did, uh -huh. you, did you ever think of that? <laughs> and apparently he bugged them enough that they decided to take that language off of their guidelines. Really? Yeah. Rather than to ban all uh, religious... Which 
I would be great with too. Paraphernalia. I, either way works fine for me. Yeah. Um, probably better to just say no religious paraphernalia, but that's 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 a sticky wicket because right. then you know. Oh my God. Do you force a Sikh student to not wear the turban or whatever? Right. Like you can't really do that. Well, and you also get a brand new school board like the next, yeah, <laughs> the next that's election. Tr- that's like, true. That's true. That'll... That's going to be changed. Yeah. I promise. So uh, so so yeah, this, I think that was great. Um, of course. Uh, local news found people who are willing to fly off the handle about it because they don't mm. understand what the actual issue is. Right. And they think that this is basically just allowing kids to to promote evil and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's the school promoting Satanism. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I, so, so, yeah, I mean, you had, you had people saying things like, well, here's, I love this. This is a, this, this, this seems like, what you don't want to do is listen to any man on the street interviews about this sort of thing because you're going to get some ding dong. You're just going to get ding dongs. But anyway, this this person said, uh, "It's like a free speech issue. Are they going to allow Nazis to be able to put symbols on kids' shirts and send them to school?" Oh boy, no, they're not. It's <laughs> a very different thing. Nazis and Satanists. Mm-hmm. Nazism different. isn't a religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a political ideology. And uh, and is well covered under the promoting violence mm. segment section mm-hmm. of the yeah. thing. Anyway, but that's what they think. Nobody nobody actually sits down and thinks through these things. They they'd much rather just be reactionary. Well, yeah, and always a call to to the Nazis. Yeah, whenever you can. Which just is funny because pull in the Nazis. The Nazis were were closer to your side of things, you guys. <laughs> you right wingers. That was that was. The, yes. Don't. It, yeah, don't extreme point, leftism don't was pro- is could be problematic, but extreme rightism is Nazism. So yeah, come on, there you go. Anyway, uh, listen, if you guys have any extreme Nazism that you'd like to tell us about, please feel free to ship. Frank is shaking his head. Don't tell us about that. <laughs> uh, but if you have anything else you'd like to tell us about, feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six six six. 8442. Stick around. We have voicemails and email coming right up. Well, hey, Frank. Daniel. Uh, we've played Robin Bullock before. Mm-hmm. A husband to Robin Bullock. I love pointing that out. Uh, Robin, he is a he's a man of God. He's a prophet. Mm-hmm. We've played him predicting uh, the the phoenix like reemergence of Donald Trump as president of these United States. It is if it was truly phoenix like, I'd like to see it. <laughs> it's, it's just, if he emerged from a pile of ashes, can we burn him and see? <laughs> Ascending to the sky. Ascending to the sky. I, I, I would. Uh, I might think twice about uh, my opinions. No, not because me. that would be that would be amazing. It would be it would be remarkable. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't know how I, you. Pulled I don't. It ima- off. I don't imagine a pile of ashes. I imagine sort of a blob of gelatinous ooze. <laughs> <clears throat> the slimy phoenix. Anyway. Uh, uh, what has not happened in the intervening months is that particular pre- uh, prediction coming true. Oh yeah. Uh, he so far, 
Donald Trump is still not our president and Biden, that fiendish usurper. I mean, he is really the president. Right. Even right. though. But, but the guy living in the White House is that other, that other guy, right. that evil guy who managed to steal the election by fiendishly getting the most votes. Oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, Robin Bullock does not want his, first of all, he's got to protect his prophecy. Mm. Uh, and second of all, uh, he's, 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 he doesn't want his flock to be, to despair. Oh, yeah. So uh, here's what he has to say now. Men will not remove him. The Lord said, I will. So do not be discouraged. Whatever you see as November comes and goes, you just remember something. God is still going to do what he said he was going to do. And in heaven, people that people recognize as president is not recognized in heaven. Or some governors are not recognized in heaven. Because the fraudulent stuff didn't start at the very top. It started here and worked its way up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you can look for a big event to take place. Probably, a, I, I, I caught it in my spirit standing here. Something, <clears throat> there'll be a... <clears throat> A prophetic event that will happen very soon and it will be I don't know if it'll be in this country maybe another nation but it's going to be it'll be known loudly it's a an event I don't know what it is I, I'm not sure if it's if it's it's nature related or something but there's about to be a big event and look for the word title and uh, I believe that's connected like we said earlier, to a wave of something. And uh, this could be both ways. But this prophetic authority and governmental authority is about to start. L look for the word tidal, and that's connected to the word wave. Could it be a tidal wave? No, no, no. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> You're making too many connections too quickly. <laughs> that's not how prophecy works. I just love, I love a, I think he probably said something about before this November mm. or something. So he's like, right. Don't worry as November comes and goes and my prophecy isn't fulfilled. It's going to happen. That's, that's part of the plan. My, my prophecy, let me say, I'm, I'm predicting that my prophecy doesn't come to pass. <laughs> right. I'm I, prophesying. Do you see what kind of prophet? How good I am. You see how good I am? I'm telling you now, <laughs> my prophecy isn't coming true. It's, I see it. It's like playing the pass line and the don't pass line <laughs> on the craps table at the same time. You can't lose. Uh, the uh, the other thing that, that I think I'm, here's the trend that I think I'm seeing. Prophets are now, this is a good hedge, mind you. They're saying the Lord will take Biden out. And I think that what they're actually saying is he's going to die. Is, the man's an old guy. Like they have a <laughs> decent chance of being right about that. Now they'll be wrong about who, go, who follows him. Right. Right. Cause uh, they're not going to like the person that takes over if Ooh. Biden dies. Yeah, no. Yeah. Clearly not. Um, but I think I, but he'll, de they'll definitely declare victory if Biden dies in office. <laughs> oh, 
Although I'll, I, I'm going to give him this. If I, w- I will declare Robin Bullock a decent prophet if Joe Biden dies in a tidal wave. I will, I'm going to say it right out. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will declare him prescient if that happens. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, we amazing. had some uh, some folks write into us, call into us. That's uh, true. I'll I'll launch it off with uh, with the thing. This is Dallin who wrote in to say, "Hey, Frank and Dan, on the last episode, Frank mentioned the story of Pure Beach in Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think I might be able to shed a little more light on the subject. Sounds like they are obviously trying to attract tourism. Yes, and I'm a hundred percent positive that they are making this move because from December second to fifth. Formula One will be there racing on their brand new street circuit track the Saudis have just built Ah. in Jeddah. Uh, Formula One, or F1, is a multi-billion dollar international motorsport industry. It's actually quite liberal, uh, at least on the surface. They are currently promoting hashtag we race as one, trying to promote gender and racial inclusion, uh, not just in their sport but in the real world as well. Okay. Some of the drivers are quite active environmentalists, so it will be interesting to see how the local Saudi Arabian authorities handle the event. Hmm. They are already saying that both men and women from the teams and in the audience cannot wear shorts or short-sleeved shirts while attending the event. Oh, my God. Because, you know, wouldn't want you to be comfy. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, just thought I might add that some light on to why Saudi uh, built a beach that they can't attend themselves. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. do, should we play a voicemail? We should. Uh, and this is a, a listener who's responding to uh, something that we were talking about uh, in the last episode. Okay. About uh, white people and uh, heritage, I guess would be the uh, word. Okay. Hi, Frank and Dan. I was listening to your most recent episode, uh, and you were talking about heritage and how heritage, when used by white people, is usually not being deployed for good reasons. Um, But I have a hypothesis about this. My theory is that white people are clinging so hard to land white Americanism because they don't have an idea of their actual heritage or their ancestors or where they come from culturally. Um, So they just latch on to what they can find, which is Civil War reenactments and white supremacy. Where, you know, I think maybe if they had an idea of what their culture, what the culture of their people before them was, then maybe they would lean into that instead of, you know, fascism. Anyways, uh, love the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Bye. Please don't lump me in with all those people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I th- maybe here's the thing. Those of us who are of, of European descent mm-hmm. are frequently of descent from many different parts of europe like yeah i'm german and english and irish and danish and blah 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 mm. and then it's just like well i don't know what to latch on to on that oh yeah and it's been multiple generations yeah. likely yeah since uh 
the person who actually grew up in that culture came over right here and everything's been sort of watered down and I mean they're mixed and you definitely get those people who are like into their Irish heritage or into their Italian heritage oh yeah 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 but yeah I mean when you're when you're a standard issue Euro mutt like I am Mm -hmm. this is like okay well I'm American then yeah and then you don't got much to, to go on yeah uh, guy wrote into us, maybe Gee, I don't know how, how they pronounce this, uh, who said, uh, hey guys, in your discussion regarding the name of Mike Lindell's social media app, you'll recall that we were lamenting that it was called Frank Speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a terrible name. Uh, anyway, uh, you missed the obvious name for his delightful app, Pillow Talk. Oh gosh. <laughs> You're welcome, says Guy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, that's that's I'll, that's good. I'll give it that to works. you. Here's a here's a voicemail, Dan. Uh, also responding to something from the most recent episode. Sure. Hey y'all. Um, I was just listening to your most recent episode where um, a listener wrote into the show about how religion can make parents perceive their kids just as like, you know, baby dolls or gold medals or checkbox achievements and all that. Um, You know, I'm from Utah, too, so I'd like to offer a little bit even more of that Mormon perspective. Um, When my brother left the church three years before I did, I was 14, and my dad came downstairs, and he said to me, Taylor, I just feel like you're my last chance to be a good father. And that fucking broke me. So I really think that the pressure on Mormon parents, God, is so fucking high. Because they're just made to believe that if their families don't stick together forever, you know, they've failed somehow. Um, Thank you, guys. I've been listening to y'all for, God, nine years now. And y'all really helped me get out of the church. So I can't thank you enough. Well, thanks for that, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Look, if there's one takeaway, I think that the takeaway of parents, uh, your kids are not an avatar of you. Right. I think that's a great takeaway. That's a great thing to, like, unlearn from your religious upbringing. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, God, I feel for you, Taylor, as far as, like, your dad laying that on you. Oh, my God! That's something I think that every Mormon kid can totally identify with. Yeah. That sense of like the the it's not just sort of letting your parents down. There's right. something extra that's in there. Well, you're ru- like, you're ruining their record. Yeah, it's like it's like they have this they have this uh, this perfect record to maintain, and you're wrecking it. Yeah, for them. Or in Taylor's case, could you please salvage something of it? Right. Could could we lease it, at least get a D as parents? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're our last chance. To graduate. <laughs> We're not going to graduate if you can't. And Taylor, you left. You did it. You uh, broke it. You broke the streak. It's never going to be okay. <laughs> oh, you poor kid. All right. Uh, Nils wrote into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. I was lucky enough to grow up with atheist parents and in Europe, which makes me slightly, which gives me a slightly different point of view than your American one. Indeed. <laughs> uh, when you discussed heritage... And studying where our family comes from, it struck me, though. I am German, 
and my grandparents were religious, Lutheran. My parents fled this as soon as they could. Additionally, both of my grandfathers fought for the Wehr Wehrmacht in oh. World War II. Yeah. Uh, they were young men back then, but one of them was more repenting after the war than the other. Guess, huh. guess which one of them was more religious. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is something that stays with me forever, and I try to teach my children to be open to everyone to avoid those terrible mistakes. Hmm. Okay. I mean, yeah. There are lessons to be learned. Nazism our... was deeply tied into the religion at yeah. the time. Like, that was, that was the vehicle through which that it was the spoonful of sugar that was there to help the anti-Semitism go down in, in <clears throat> Nazi Germany. Uh, so there you go. <sighs> hey, we had some, uh, we had some people give us some money. Uh, so I will start us off. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it, it's trickier when they, when they give on PayPal, I have to sort of think, but I'm going to give this guy elder status oh larry congratulations you are an elder larry. elder you you are you have the melchizedek priesthood mm. you are a uh you you're a thank you so much and uh congratulations on your magic powers fire up some uh some oil <laughs> get it all consecrated <laughs> and ready to rumble because uh because man you can you can bless the shit out of some stuff yeah go dedicate a building man absolutely <laughs> and if you'd like to join larry you can do so um, and get some priesthood of your own. Yeah. Uh, go to thinkgodimatheist.com. Click on the support tab and follow it over to PayPal or to Patreon. Uh, there's, you get to decide. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and there's all sorts of different levels that you can support the show at. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Demonium. Thanks, guys. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, uh, listen, it, Halloween time mm. under normal circumstances. I'm not I'm not doing anything fun this year because I am uh, I'm still wary of the of the virus. I don't mm -hmm. I, I think we should be avoiding massive get togethers and fun things for still until until we until we hit herd immunity from vaccination. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm 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 staying out. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to see a movie. Okay, and I don't care. Well, that's fine. I've going I've out, been to movies too. I've been mixing with people. Dan, I'm, I'm doing. I I do little things, but I'm not going to go bar hopping. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna oh, go sure. to a big party. You know what I mean? Which I love to do. I, we, I love Halloween. We have approached post vaccination very different ways. It's true. It's and both are, both are fine. Yeah, you're being extra cautious. I'm I I am feeling extra cautious. Mm -hmm. I I think now is a time for extra caution. Mm. I still I still we haven't re achieved herd immunity yet. Yeah, Delta variant is fine, but like yeah. we may get it. You know, when we get the variant, I just don't want the new variant. I don't want this to drag on any longer than it has to. So mm -hmm. I'm I think I advocate for more caution rather than less. Mm. But people need their sanity too. So it's it's a it's a tricky thing. Anyway. I love Halloween is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> All right. Back I, to that. I think it beats Christmas by a mile. Now, mm. a lot of people disagree with me on this. I once posted that on Facebook and oh, it boy. was it was a discussion. It was <laughs> people are adamant uh, about that one way or the other. Some people hate Halloween and I get it. Fine. 
I personally love it. I like dressing up. I like uh, I like that there's a time for everybody to be creative, mm. for them to let their freak flag fly, for people to get a little slutty. Uh, I love all of those things. I think all of those things are fabulous. Uh, because you know, you're, you're supposed to be, I like a day devoted to pushing social boundaries and, and changing up the norms. I think it's really fun. Do you, I I don't, you don't pushing? No, no, (laughs) that's not my thing. I'm not going to dress up and get slutty. Like that's, you are too. (laughs) Uh, I don't mind a costume every once in a while. I definitely don't do Halloween every year. Sure. I'm not that into it. Sure. Um, the thing that I like about Halloween is my memories as a kid. Mm. Like, yeah, it was it was just great. And I, I get th- th- there's something super just fun about Halloween and being out the night of Halloween and trick-or-treating. There's just people everywhere. And you're a kid, and... but you own the night. Like yeah. that moment is yours as a kid. Yeah. And so for me, I I totally connected to Halloween as a kid. As an adult, it's been based on kind of the year and what's going on and, sure. and whatnot. It, it's like if there's a year where I just do nothing for Halloween, I don't care. And I'm fine with that too. Yeah. I'm, I, I, but like when there's a fun party to be had and mm. I've got a fun costume idea that I want to commit to, mm-hmm. I go, I, you know, I'll, I'll commit, I'll, right. I'll put in the work, I'll do some fun stuff. Uh, so I enjoy it. Here's the thing though. Uh, what I don't see is it being at all problem. Like, you know, we were both, you and I were both raised in a reasonably fundamentalist church. Uh, yeah. Which is to say, a high demand religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were allowed to go trick or treating. Like, yeah. There's no problem. Like, did you feel any evil spirits while you were doing it? Cause, no. Because guess what? That's not what it is. I will say this though, as a child of the 70s and 80s, I saw some costumes that are not appropriate. <laughs> uh, back in the day. Some costumes that would horrify people now. I mean, n- n- forget that we all did like Indians or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I never, I never did Indian. Like whether it was for for Halloween or 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 for some pageant for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. By the way, don't dress as as a culture. Uh. Yeah. A, like don't dress as a as a as a Native American or whatever for for Halloween. That's not cool. Yeah, that, I I, and work. definitely don't dress as a different race. Do not do a different race. So that's our public service announcement. Yeah. There, uh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I, okay. But in the eighties, I definitely saw some yeah. kids dressed. Well, I also thought you were going to bring up the whole candy thing of like everybody was so afraid of poisoned candy. <sighs> Or razor blades being in like. Do you know that the there treats? was never an incident of a razor blade being put in candy? Like people were take their candy to police stations to be X-rayed. Yeah. Every year that has never happened. Yeah. That was I just know. an urban legend that some asshole decided to be to like spread and it, yeah, I know. and it worked. If only there had been Snopes. Back right. The, Not the that 80s. anyone would have believed it because y- you believe just sort of I the know. urban legend anyway. The point is, it's a good time. Halloween is fun for kids. It can be fun for adults. But it's like, you know, you get to dress up, you get to go around, you get to do candy. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's going to freak people out. Because you're also exploring the dark side of of 
life. You know, you're dressing up as monsters and ghouls Demons and whatever. And the devil and holy shit. Uh the Christians go apey over this thing. I, you know, I, I was on, I saw a post on Facebook by a, a prominent Christian. I didn't recognize them, but you know, clearly they have a big following. And he was, and he basically said, you guys, I think we're making too big a deal out of this. It's just fun. It's fine. Oh yeah. Well, and the comment section exploded. Like was <laughs> just like people horrified by that statement and just God definitely hates this holiday and it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which is funny because as we, as we hinted at or as we stated before, it's a religious holiday. This is one of those holidays where there already was, a, you know, there were pagan slash Celtic slash whatever holidays uh, surrounding this time. And they were, you know, they had spooky elements mm -hmm. to them. And so the Christians just absorbed it, mm -hmm. called it, you know, it's the day before All All Hallows Day, mm -hmm. All Saints Day. Mm -hmm. So it's All Hallows Eve. Mm -hmm. And uh and and it's your own holiday. You guys did this. This is your thing. And now you're freaked out by it. Yeah. I would say the war on Halloween <laughs> was waged very well. We won. Yeah. We took it from them. Yeah. It's ours now. Yeah, because because obviously we don't celebrate it in a religious way. Not at all. I to be honest like okay, I know that there's these roots and blah 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 blah. blah. It is so completely the least religious holiday yeah. that exists. Yeah. Like, it is just about putting on costumes, having a good time, eating candy. Getting some free. Or as an adult, getting drunk. Treats. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's about fun. Yeah. And it's about, and it is about, like, looking, playing with the darker side of things. Sure. It's, a, it's about, it's yeah. about embracing uh, you know, a, a part of all of our lives that we don't all often embrace. But there are just as many little fairy princesses sure. and what have yous, you know, right. running around. But the decorations are spooky fun. Sure. And, you know, yeah. you got spiders and, and inflatable <laughs> Frankensteins and whatever. Sure. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and it's for fun. Yeah. That's for fun. That is what that is. Uh, so, and so... And, it, you know, we kind of need a fun way to embrace the darkness as the light goes away, mm -hmm. as literally our sunlight starts depleting yeah, no here in the, in the northern hemisphere. So, I, I you know, it's, I love to see these Christians having their little freak out about something. I had to comment on one of the comments on that comment section. I said comment a lot of oh. times in that sentence. Dare I comment on that? Right? Don't. Uh, because they were like, well, if you follow the Bible, you know not to do it. And I was like, yeah, like all those Bible verses about Halloween and how you're not supposed to dress in costumes and get candy. Where, where are those again? Cause, um, shut up. The Bible doesn't talk about it. It's fine. Yeah. Oh God. I, we need to bring back the tricks. We need to bring back the tricks. It currently it's only treats. The tradition what well, and you know, like guy idiots like Greg Locke make a like that dude made up a whole bunch of stories. Just 
made up where the jack-o'-lantern comes from. If you didn't sacrifice your daughter to the demons, then you wouldn't... If you do give your daughter to the demons, then they'll put a pumpkin out in front of your house and they'll light it, and that shows that you that you made the demons what? feel good or whatever. What? He just made up stories about it. Oh, my God. What a fucking idiot. Uh, it's amazing to me. Like, they did the, the Christians love their hysteria if they can find something to get hysterical about they will go to there so i i i don't know i guess the point is get out and then there's the thing about oh god there's a thing about in utah they're asking and they probably are in their bible belt too when do we go trick-or-treating oh yeah halloween's on a sunday i know what are we gonna do what's the official thing i've seen multiple parents here in Utah, friends of mine yeah. asking, when do we go trick-or-treating? Yeah. Well, your neighborhood, when are, do you know when it's happening? Because yours is the neighborhood for trick-or-treating in Salt Lake City. It's a fun neighborhood, but yeah. we never get any in our place because it doesn't look like a house. Oh, it's a townhouse, and yeah. the kids don't know what the hell they're looking at. Yeah. So the first few years we were here, we were ready. We had candy ready. We turned the lights on. Yeah. We never put out a pumpkin, which maybe that would have helped. Yeah. But uh, if you put some inflatables out in front of your house. <laughs> I am not going to do that. You could just for the night. No. Lure the children to your candy. <laughs> ben. Anyway, uh, I think it's happening tonight. I think most of it's happening tonight, but I that, will be more happy. about. That's typical. I will. Uh, tonight being Saturday, I will be more happy, though, about the kids that come on Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to put out the decorations tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do. Go buy an inflatable. I'll go. I will. I'll, sweet. I'll, 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 I'll pumpkin it up. I'll, I'll have jack-o'-lanterns aplenty. Get a strobe light. Meow, 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 Flashing meow. at the house. Play some spooky music on, yeah. the, on a loudspeaker or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's what to do. All right, kids. Well, if you ha would like to tell us your spooky Halloween stories about Christians yelling at you about Halloween, please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. If it is still facebook.com, not meta.com or whatever it is. Oh, it's still Facebook. Uh, and, and click the like button. And if you like, join one of our members only lounges. Do it. Uh, there's one on Facebook. There's also one over on Discord. To find both of them, go to thankgodimatheist.com dot com slash members only yeah hey thanks so much to the red rock hot club for the use of their fine music and thanks to gordon johnston for the use of his music and thanks to all of you friends for tuning in we sure do appreciate you thanks bye-bye